Got no sleigh with reindeer No sack on my back You're gonna see me coming In a big black Cadillac Oh, it's Christmas time, pretty baby And the snow is falling on the ground From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group and now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. I'm back on, back on the saddle. Uh, <laughs> I will not make you do two shows in one week by yourself. hope that's okay. No, man. Look, recording with a mask on and one of those face shields, it was either that or it was one of those um, uh, big uh, space suits hazmat from E.T. Suits, yeah, from E.T. Suits. What a freaky spot. Uh, that, was, that was tough as a kid to watch E.T. When they busted through Man. there with those astronaut suits on. Oh, and when they, they had him up on like the surgical table yeah. and stuff. Dude, I, I couldn't I still, I probably couldn't watch it today. Yeah, whenever he was all white. Yeah. Whenever all, he's all white. Whenever they no. find him in the ditch, yeah. that's a bad part of E.T. Oh, that's terrible. That is a bad, bad part of E.T. for sure. But uh, good to have you back, Derek. You don't look quite like E.T. in the uh, woods. But, uh, I appreciate that. A little peaked, but looking pretty good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm haven't making, shaved. I'm haven't shaved. No, I have not Actually, shaved. Actually, you've kind of shaved parts of your face. I'll, I'll, I'll mention uh, that. No, Matt. The hair does not grow there. Oh, you haven't? Okay. It's just, that, that, that is non-growth. For all you uh, Disney movie uh, yeah. fans, you look a little bit like uh, Flynn Rider from Tangle. Yes, that's, that's exactly, exactly. what that's it. When I watch that movie, actually, I'm like, yeah, yeah my that's face you. does that. That's so that tells you what growth. that looks like right now, Derek. So, Derek, Derek, welcome back from uh, from COVID, which in today's world, that's what we're going to say. Anytime somebody misses work or somebody misses stuff. It doesn't matter that stuff, I didn't have COVID. No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. You, you were sick, and Derek sick, is not yes, sick very sick. often. Uh, Derek was sick, and uh, now he's not. We are here together at the How to Barbecue Right Shop Studios, actually recording. Needed to go ahead and record on Thursday, Derek, because you are slammed when it comes to the crew of Fernando Santa Claus Caravan, which we'll talk more about here shortly in our DeSoto County shout-outs. It is that time of year again. Based off weather, we don't know if Santa Claus will be caravanning we'll make through the streets. Tomorrow. Exactly. We'll make Going to make that call tomorrow, but I know you're super busy. We've got our huge wrapping party tonight, which is a very well-attended, a really good meeting that we have. We talk about the Mardi Gras ball, and we also spend what seems to be, you know, depending on how many guys are there and how many uh, presents we have, it could take several hours of wrapping. So a wonderful, wonderful scene at the Country Club every year uh, we look forward to later tonight. But again, recording on our show on Thursday around 1230, um, rain's coming through. So I don't know what the caravan's going to look like. Um, but again, just a blessing. I think you said we're working on we're working with eight families. Eight families this year, that's right. Eight, eight families will have what we hope to be a, a very blessed Christmas, an opportunity for us to be a blessing to them. Thank you to all the people that have given giving gifts definitely Derek at my house thank you to the Hernando Young Women's Club which again we'll mention in just one second um, they they show out the family that we give them every year those ladies do a wonderful wonderful job they take it to heart they take it serious uh, Heather lays out a spreadsheet of different things puts them in groups and man those ladies uh, really get after it and, and, and just a blessing to us for sure I agree and so we're looking forward to it uh, I hate the weather it rained last year we were able to have the parade in the rain this year though it looks more ominous I mean we got thunder lightning uh, looks like it's coming through starting tonight uh, Thursday night and rolling all the way through at least lunchtime on Saturday so we're going to make the call about uh, lunchtime tomorrow we'll put it out on our Facebook page I hate that the parade does not happen because we want to say thank you to all of these subdivisions that helped us out uh, to be able to give families a Christmas this Christmas uh, but if we're not uh, know that we do say thank you from our hearts and we'll talk about it again on our Tuesday show uh, either way looking forward to that but looking forward to tonight and then meet, we're still meeting the families either way Saturday afternoon at an undisclosed location so looking forward to that Derek we mentioned 
mentioned several neighborhoods that we uh, venture in and out of on the Santa Claus Caravan. If you're looking to move into one of those neighborhoods or looking to sell a house, sell your home in those neighborhoods, Notting Hill, Lakes of Cedar Grove, I think we're at about a dozen neighborhoods that we go through uh, here in Hernando, you definitely want to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor, the best real estate team in DeSoto County by far. I'm speaking, of course, of our 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. They possess over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team for well over a decade in DeSoto County when it comes to residential real estate. They are currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. They simply need to know your address. They can tell you all about your street, your neighborhood, your zip code, how long houses are staying on the market, how fast they're selling, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry can tell you all about your home. Just give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. Again, do not go into this hot DeSoto County market alone. Now's the time to use a realtor. It is a proven fact that a realtor can assist you with closing information, maybe even close a home faster for more money, higher than asking price, visit with Brian and Terry at 662-449-1700 or do a full house search at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 presenting sponsor and Merry Christmas from the UTW Podcast. We'd like to continue to thank our 2021 studio sponsor, the How to Barbecue Right Shop. How to Barbecue Right Shop is located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or some of the coolest high-end smokers on the market, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. If you've ever seen his How to Barbecue Right cooking videos, you need to stop by his shop today. Look him up on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Give him a call at 912-9947. That's 912-9947. Go to his website, howtobbqright.com. That's howtobbqright.com. But right now, if you're looking for the best Christmas gifts for the person in your life who enjoys outdoor cooking, you want to visit the How to Barbecue Right shop located again at 496 Whitfield Drive right here under the water tower. Well, Derek, since our last show together, because that's when we talked about what I'm about to mention, our last show together, which would have been our last Friday show, I made a mention there about, can we please get the lights at the courthouse to stay white? A very loyal listener has reached out, sent you an email about some of the other lights in the uh, on the square. Tell us what that loyal listener sent over. Well, listener, we really do appreciate it. She does make it a point to always discuss it with us, yes. and, and we uh, just really enjoy talking about the podcast with her. She wanted to make mention that the white lights on the businesses around the square were donated by the Hernando Women's Club. They were just installed, or most of them were just installed right before the parade, and she didn't remember the specifics of the installation, but the money came from the Celebrate of the Arts that, that the Women's Club did years ago right. was used to help uh, purchase those lights and put them around the businesses around the square. So we want to say thank you again. Again, uh, to the Women's Club for doing that and just for uh, her allowing us to know that. Now, she did make mention that she is not responsible for the blue lights on the courthouse. But we heard from another listener and sponsor 
that those lights are now mostly hueish white. That they have a there's a little kind of funny color to them, but they did switch it to a white light. I have not verified that. Uh, we found that information out. I have of course been under the weather, but I do plan on getting out tonight. Okay. And when I get out tonight, uh, we'll kind of drive by there and see if that is true. And hopefully, we may have made a change to white lights on the uh, courthouse. Very interesting. Let's get an update on that. We'll give you our we'll give you the official update on that on our next show next Tuesday, of course. But uh, I did notice, Derek, there were a bunch of trustees around the square the other day all with liquid paper so i don't know if that's going to be have some had something to do with it but uh, there was a bunch of trustees walking around and they had tons and tons of liquid paper so that may have been how they combated and turned the lights white that may i mean it's just yeah it was uh but it'd be interesting to see i hope that i mean again we know the square looks good we know oh, around the square looks good uh let's just hope that that top that courthouse is uh no longer blue yeah we'll give an update on that i guess i'll pull up to the courthouse sit there for five or ten minutes make sure they don't turn blue or red or green and they just stay white so uh look at us derek i think we had a part of that people listened to it paid attention to it and we got another thing changed uh you know kind of like the chain link fence right. on mackinville which we will talk about in just a moment oh, for yeah. sure looking oh, yeah. forward to that well look the auburn meeting is uh next week we will preview that on our next show this coming tuesday but the uh the mayor here for hernando chip johnson sat down with the other mayors all around DeSoto county and created a simple let's just it's christmas time let's call it a wish list to send down to the legislature in jackson tell us more about the wish list sent down all of the major city mayors in DeSoto County this past week. All right, so the five mayors are representing their cities. They have sent their wish list. They came together, had a meeting, and they kind of put together their wish list as a uh – you know, as a mayoral board for the county to send down to the legislatures for six projects that they have all agreed are their top funding priorities. So now remember, Mississippi is expected to receive about $4 billion for projects from the federal government, but the legislature has already received over $7 billion in funding requests from different counties, different entities around the state. So they're already $3 billion over what the government gave them. The mayors from our, again, there were six projects. I'm only going to look at the ones that really affect Hernando or, or up the Hernando way. Uh, so the County Board of Supervisors, uh, President Mark Gardner, said that the Council of Governments, which is, uh, includes the mayors, the Board of Supervisors for this, they all got together to do this. The number one heading the list is the widening of I-55 South of Goodman Road to the Commerce Street exit in Hernando. Now, has, yes, has been talked about for a number of years. Yes. Didn't say Church Road. Didn't say the Star Landing Road. Okay. Didn't say the Nesbitt all the way down to exit in Hernando. Sure. This is a project both, obviously, Chip Johnson's pushing for, but also uh, South Haven Mayor Darren Musselwhite has pushed for for many years. The widening project has already been designed, so it's already been designed by the state to go from Goodman Road all the way down to Commerce Street. Matt, the current cost, uh, we'll say current, probably within the last couple of years, that last couple of years cost was $369 million. Hmm. So $369 million to get to widen uh, 55 from Goodman Road all the way down to Commerce Street. The project will be built in three phases. The first phase, Goodman Road to Church Road will include the reworking of the Church Road interchange because we know that's a, an absolute nightmare. The second phase will be widening Church Road South to Interstate 269 and include a new Star Landing Road interchange. And then the third phase would widen I-55 from I-269 to Hernando and include 
reworking the Commerce Street exit. So all of that, it's about a $369 million project. They submitted the entire thing as part of their funding request. Muscle White says that now is the right time to ask for the funding to finally get the widening of I-55 underway. So again, this is a very large pie in the sky, but they know they have $4 billion. They said, well, this is something we need. We're the fastest growing county in the state. Population is going to only continue to do so. We have bottlenecks. We need to do this. Hernando Mayor Chip Johnson, of course, he agreed. The Commerce Street exit has been unable to handle the amount of traffic coming off of I-55 for years and causes gridlock in Hernando that we all know about, not only coming off of it, but also getting onto it. Another major funding thing that they're looking at, the second one, is the widening of Highway 51. This is also a top need in the county because the highway has seen a tremendous amount of growth with major distribution centers located along there. Now, the group is currently only asking for $25 million to widen the roadway from Terman Farms to Green Tea Road. Terman Farms is just north of Star Landing, where all the distribution centers that you mm-hmm. see from the interstate, yes. so all those kind of back up to 51 right there, just north of Star Landing. So basically from there, all the way down to Green Tea, which of course would include AWG. That's $25 million to widen Highway 51, so they, that's the second one on the list. Uh, again, there's a couple more. Well, there was one in Horn Lake. There's one in, uh, in Isle Branch. We're going to bypass those. It doesn't affect our listening audience. The group also identified, I think the fifth need was expanding broadband access countywide as a major need. Currently, over 5,000 households or about 14,200 residents do not have access to high-speed internet. The federal infrastructure bill includes $500 billion to expand broadband into unserved or underserved areas of the county. So they went ahead and threw that on their list because there was an actual, you know, there's some of the money has to be spent on that. So again, those are the three things that really affect us. The widening of 55, widening of 51, and then the, bro- the broadband that'll hit kind of the outside count- parts of the, uh, of the cities and the counties. Mayor Johnson said he delivered the county's funding request letter last Thursday, and he met with uh, Lieutenant Government Delbert Hoseman for over an hour and a half. So they met, went ahead and handed him. So he kind of represented the mayors going down there to deliver it. The letter also makes clear that the mayor will also be submitting additional funding requests that are specific to each city. So remember, 55, 51, broadband, that's all for the county. I mean, it helps the overall county. It doesn't just affect Hernando or just South Haven or just Horn Lake or whatever. Uh, But there will be specific things that uh, we talked about, the ARPA match funding. So that's something that Johnson said he's going to bring up at the meeting on Tuesday. So we will be previewing that meeting on our Tuesday show. So during that meeting, he'll be looking at talking about now the the more local funds he wants to see for Hernando only. That list is going to include the Dogwood Hollow and the Green Tea subdivision, getting them sewer, which was promised to them long ago, and of course also water improvements for the Jaybird water plant. So again, all that will probably be talked about during the Alderman meeting on Tuesday. So again, a really good thing the mayors did uh, over a week ago where they met, and then Mayor Johnson uh, helped deliver that down to Jackson to talk with Delbert Hoseman. Hopefully, we'll see some of this uh, start coming our way, maybe the start with this session coming up in the next three months. You know, Derek, we talk all the time about DeSoto County, definitely talk all the time about Hernando. Um, DeSoto County is, I mean, as far as state of Mississippi counties, booming, consistently growing, bringing tons of uh, industry, tons of warehousing, tons of people, population uh, into the state of Mississippi, which again, uh, helps with Mississippi income tax and sales tax and all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, Good for these mayors. I, I hope they be as aggressive as they, as they want to be well, man, when yeah, they go to Jackson. Yeah, you got four billion. They've already been seven billion asked for. This is part of the seven billion that's been asked for. Just 
Ask for everything. Let's go. Absolutely. And then, and then hopefully whittle it down to something that we know we need, we can get done. And hopefully 55 or 51 is part of those projects that are approved. Yeah, no doubt about it. I had the opportunity, um, something you kind of know about, have an opportunity with mobile car and van rental to do some work with the AWG project. So I had to spend a little bit of time out there the other day, Derek. And um, let me just tell you, that that is going to be as automated and impressive a warehouse as there is in the world. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely going to be awesome. Some of the companies out there that are working at the AWG project have two years left, and you see how far it's come. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, okay. think about that. Yeah. Think about the automation that goes into that building or going into that building. If they've got another two years left, the outside shell has already happened. We can see that from the road, uh, but what's going on inside is absolutely amazing. Not playing around. Like I said, it's going to be one of the nicest warehouses in the entire world. Wow. Can't wait for it. Absolutely. And it's right here in Hernando, Mississippi. So really, really uh, a neat thing. So, you know, good for the mayors, good for Chip Johnson going down there, partnering with those guys. I mean, South Haven, you know, Muscle White and them are just killing it. Uh, Go partner with them. Let's just go ahead and flex a little bit. I mean, I know that's the, I guess that's kind of the word we would say. Well, Derek, something else happened in the city of Hernando. Before we take a little bit of attention, statewide news, something happened in the city of Hernando, a a definite uh, good thing. We continue a, uh, what would you say? I think off air you told me it was a nine-year streak of this what is it uh we have been named a tree city usa you said tree city t-r-e-e tree city City usa uh program as recognitions for programs for cities that are interested in managing their tree canopy and the trees in their city now this is for the year 2020 uh this this was the ninth year in a row it was awarded to the mayor and to gia Matheny uh with the city and so um this was started in 1976 by the arbor day foundation and it's the foundation's oldest program so again, uh, Hernandez done a really good job over the last nine years uh, to be able to, you know, to apply for it, to qualify, and to be able to receive this award. Now, there's four requirements uh, in order to, I guess, to be a Tree City USA recognition. You have to maintain a tree board or department. You have to have a community tree ordinance. Mm-hmm. You have to spend at least two dollars per capita on urban forestry. Okay. And you have to celebrate Arbor Day. So those are four Not things. Not the hardest. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna say it's not, I mean, not I guess, the hardest thing I've ever heard. I guess okay. having to maintain a board. Okay, yeah. I mean, you have to have a tree board, which I'm not sure who's on the tree no board. No pun intended. Get that board uh, right there. Got that. Okay, Very good nice. job. And then uh, having a community tree ordinance, which, you know, and then spending $2 per capita, so it's $2 per okay. person in the city, so okay. 17000 times two, so $34,000 yeah. for Hernando on urban forestry. So I'm not sure, you know, what that could be applied toward or, or what, what we spend our thirty four to $35,000 on for urban forestry. But uh, anyway, we, we did qualify, we did submit, and we were awarded. For the ninth year in a row, we are Tree City USA. Matt, again, that is for 2020. I am a little concerned about us applying for it for 2021. <laughs> Let's go ahead and end that streak right now, Derek. 2021, we have joked numerous times about what we're going to joke about right now. 2021 is going to be hard. Uh, actually, if someone comes into town on the uh, the uh, application or comes in town to kind of oversee the application for, to be the you know Tree City USA, uh, we want to keep them clear of the track. <laughs> Yeah, so not, don't go to the track. Don't don't drive up Mackinville. Do not go up Mackinville right now. I mean, they are. The, I mean, we, another church coming in. We love churches coming in. You know, great location. We know people that go to that, that church is being built there. Straight tree murder. Chain link fences are not allowed on Mackinville, and uh, keeping old trees are not allowed on Mackinville. <laughs> no, no trees are no longer allowed. <laughs> if you want to know what your kids are doing at, at, at Hernando Middle School, if you want to know what the score oh, yeah. is of the Hernando oh, yeah. uh, Middle School game, oh the softball you can, game, you, yeah, can watch you, 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 you can now see it. From Mackinville. Straight, just look straight. If you're driving down Mackinville, like those little camel humps, just look to your right. You'll be able to see the softball field, oh, the softball right score there. over there. Um, you can literally, I think now, Derek, you can actually see the starting lineup. You can see the, 
what kids are in the game. That's how clear you can see the track over there. We do digress, but hey, something else about that. If you get a chance to go straight up Mackinville, take a look at it. Obviously, Compel Church is going to be there. It's going to be a gorgeous project, beautiful church in the next couple of years. But uh, we do, we are joking around about the uh, number of trees that were uh, had to come out in you, the, you in the name to, of you Jesus. You have to worry about uh, deer crossing right there. Yes. No, I don't have to worry about that. No, in the name of Jesus, we're going to take some trees out. <laughs> but go by there. What about that cool? What what I what I'm saying is they they have that they have a, a dumpster. Yeah, and it stays burning. Oh yeah, and no. that sucker is you it can tell it's hot, really really hot in there. If you have something that you do not want anyone to find, wander out there in the middle of the night and you put it in that hot box. That's probably still a thousand degrees <laughs> with the trees that are burning in that thing. It's pretty impressive. Go check no, it out. It is, and so I mean, again, it's it's progress. We we knew the church bought it. They've owned it for a couple of years. I think that they've been meeting in the middle school. Is that right? They've been having their church services at the middle yes, school. Yes, that's correct. So uh, they're literally moving next door. Um, but, I mean, congratulations to them. But and we, we do kid a little bit. But it is hard. When, when we get Tree City USA, and we've, we've had several shows talking about the number of trees taken down at the track, and then we just see that uh, progress happening. But, uh, again, congratulations to Hernando for being named again to Tree City USA for the ninth year in a row. Again, that's going to be for 2020. So 2020. 2021, we are, Derek and I are predicting we will not be <laughs> – we will not win the uh, Tree City USA. Let's turn our attention to stuff going on uh, statewide. Definitely affects DeSoto County. I mentioned on the solo show on Tuesday that uh, House Speaker Philip Gunn had talk, talked about uh, DeSoto County getting possibly another representative. Well, part of all of those different things, now that we have our census done, 2020 census done, we're looking at redistricting. Tell me about redistricting that may affect DeSoto County coming up this year. The first redistricting plan has been proposed and will be on the legislator's desk when they meet starting January. January 2nd. Now, again, we're not, I'm not going to go too much into detail because I'm sure there will be several more uh, plans that come out, or maybe maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe they'll say, you know what, this is the, the best plan I've ever seen done. I highly doubt it. People will be able to you know, to negotiate. There will be some politicking. And, uh, but right now, there has a, been a proposed uh, redistricting, proposed new map. So if you want to, please go. I mean, you can just type it in. Go to any of the state websites. You'll be able to see it. The Mississippi Congressional Redistricting. You can see the current map. Uh, which includes the four districts that we have. And then the new map is called Magnolia 1. DeSoto County would basically stay in the same district. Uh, there's a little toward the south. There's a little changes toward the south. But it looks like every county matches up for DeSoto County, or what's the district that we're in, District 1. That would still basically stay the same, except for on the southern end of it. Uh, one county kind of changes. County, district 2, which is the Delta, well, now uh, th- there's a huge change there at the bottom. Uh, actually, my hometown of Natchez would now be part of that. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of changes basically in the southwestern and the south central areas are kind of what will be changing based on these maps. So again, uh, I do encourage you to go look. Uh, this will be taken up during the 2022 session. Uh, some of the, the data to go along with that. Um, District 2 experienced a decrease of over 9.08% while the other three districts increased. So District 2 does include the Delta. And so that because that's shrunk, they're having to reduce some of this. Uh, District 1 had a 2.21% increase. That's, of course, uh, where we are, District 3, 1.24% increase, and District 4 had a 4.82% increase. And so he said that the District 2 had to gain a significant population to the tune of over 65,000 people. However, there's you know been a lot of changes, a lot of uh, shifting in demographics, people moving here and there, and because of that, they're having to look to redo this. Because of that loss in District 2, it's just time. I mean, we've had, these numbers are now 10 years old. Population is, uh, the, the numbers are going off of as 10 years old. There will be a change. 
there will be some politicking going on. We know there will be, and I'm not saying Mississippi, but there will be uh, political parties sure. trying to reshape states sure. to match the way they want. They would like to see people vote. Uh, that may or may not happen in Mississippi. We will see. Uh, but just kind of be paying attention to that. That's going to be a huge hot topic as we go into session starting January 2nd. Well, Derek, it's that time coming off the census numbers. Like you mentioned, population has changed for sure. I mean, definitely uh, 2010 is a whole lot different in the state of Mississippi than 2020. I don't know. We may not have moved a lot. I think we gained a few thousand people or lost a few thousand in a 10 year period. But as far as into Soda County and districts and stuff like that, we're, we're, you know, growing, booming. So uh, definitely uh, the, the right way. Well, Derek, speaking of something that does not change, speaking of something that for over 60 years, has not changed. I am speaking about DeSoto Family Dental Care and their 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with a relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the DFDC difference or call them right now for an appointment at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. Again, they're open Monday through Friday. Swing by their office anytime to see the DFDC difference. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. As I joked around about on my solo show this past Tuesday, I will continue to preach and preach and preach here on the at the ETW podcast. The amount of leaves all around Hernando, all throughout everybody's yards, their gutters, etc., is tremendous. And if you need help with those leaves, please reach out to our longtime sponsor, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, winter cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, new fence construction, anything on the outside of your home or business, please reach out to Richard, let him come out, give you a price, see if he can do the project. If he can't, he will help you find someone who can. No job too small, no job too large. Call him today at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Thank you to Williams Lawn Services, DeSoto Family Dental Care, and Green King for being longtime sponsors of the UTW Podcast. We wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Well, Derek, we've reached a part of our Friday show. Uh, very simple. Give out DeSoto County shout-outs. Those are going to be opportunities for nonprofits to uh, kind of grow their a little bit of 
advertising or a little bit of a thank you from us to them for what they continue to do. Before we get to really the only one we have to talk about, which we mentioned earlier in the show, but we're going to give more information. Uh, just want to say a thank you and give a shout out to the uh, Hernando Parks and Rec Department that, uh, from what I could tell, had a really successful Cookies with Santa last Sunday. Uh, looked to be a really good event. Thank you to them for putting that on. And uh, Derek, that reminded me, let's be sure and put in the work to uh, try and get with our new parks uh, director. Yes. Uh, sometime early in the first of the year. Let's go ahead and when, before baseball, before soccer, all that kind of stuff, let's reach out to him and, and get him on the air. I think a lot of our listeners would like to know more about him and maybe his vision for Hernando Parks. I completely agree. I think it'd be good to bring him in and just to kind of sit down and, and yeah, as you said, bring his vision. And also, I know that uh, the mayor said he's already hard at work, already been meeting with the staff, getting the plans together. So uh, really looking forward to that and just want to see what that vision holds for our, our city over the next, you know, at least for the next, the rest of the term of this board. I think it'd be a great opportunity for us to welcome him to the city and, and, and get to know him a bit more. Well, our only shout out for this week, again, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, that we hope happens, that happens our normal way, is going to be the Crew of Fernando Santa Claus Caravan, the 11th annual. Uh, we hope to be caravanning through the town on Saturday. We hope Santa Claus can be on the fire truck. But at the same time, it does not make any sense when it comes to uh, especially what we've seen uh, weather related in the last week for us to take any chances of that or right. putting people in any kind of danger. Uh, the police and firemen should definitely be paying more attention to needs versus uh, us on that particular day should there be some bad weather. But, Derek, thank you for your hard work. I mean, uh, you know, you have COVID and then you come oh. out and you uh, – <laughs> You go to work or continue to hard work. Thank you to the counselors that uh, have given us the names. They've done some work for us, given us the names of those people, oh, yeah. those families. Yeah, huge, huge help by the uh, counselors at the schools. Uh, and I want to give a, I'll give a special shout out to Deanna Wood. Deanna Wood's been uh, coordinating with me. She talks to the counselors. She gets the names. She puts them all together. Yes. Uh, and then you know gets those to me and allows us to be able to uh, you know get those out to the the subdivisions to be able to uh, collect for those families. So just want to say a big shout out to her. Uh, thank you so much for all the help that you've given us. Uh, doing that and remember deanna is a counselor at hernando high school and has been on the podcast that's right she helps the seniors at hernando high school that's her main job you know sorry seniors uh, we're going to borrow deanna for a little while <laughs> and uh let her focus on us so if you have if you need anything uh just she'll get back to you after christmas that's right, that's, that's, right. that's, that's what we're hey, you're out of school anyway so don't worry about it. exactly i trust me the kids could care less about school right now i don't know i don't know what is it at your house yeah, no. my kids have um they i think they've been out since the first week of december it feels that way we digress but again shout out to the crew of fernando 11th annual crew Fernando Santa Claus Caravan. If you see something on Facebook, uh, pay attention to if it happens as far as the caravanning, but uh, just a blessing. We are so blessed here in Hernando to live in such a wonderful, wonderful city that is so giving. All the neighborhoods, uh, they typically come out if the weather's nice uh, to, to say hello, of course, if we do caravan, but they definitely do a good job of blessing the families that we uh, ask them to bless. Uh, so we really, really appreciate it to the city of Hernando. An absolute blessing. And uh, look, we look forward to so many more shout outs. If you have a nonprofit and want to email us some information, maybe about your event, under the water tower info at gmail.com. That's under the water tower info at gmail.com. Send us that information. We'd love an opportunity to uh, spread the news about your upcoming event. I mean, you've heard a lot of the things we do on a Friday, uh, everything from the Palmer home to, again, the crew of Fernando. I mean, you know, that's what we do. Well, I mean, we do the Arts Council. Yes. Uh, we do the Rotary Club. We've done, we do the Cookies for Santa that you just mentioned. Uh, and then, you know, we always do, we love to cover anything and everything going around that again that brings a uh, happiness to the community we're not trying to you know if you've got a ribbon cutting that's great that's what the, the chamber does all that we're, we're more for uh, those nonprofits, those events that happen around town that everybody can come and enjoy so uh, again we just if you have those please reach out and uh, i'm really looking forward to uh just sharing christmas uh with the, the families that we've adopted this year you know Derek, uh, what we just talked about it's almost like you would uh, say that we we're being good neighbors 
being good neighbors. Being yeah. good neighbors. And speaking of good neighbors, Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local State Farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, auto, and business. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 429-5213. That's 429-5213. Or find more information about Mr. Sam and his team at Lauderdale Insurance Agency on Facebook. Again, that's Lauderdale Insurance Agency on Facebook. The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. North Point will be hosting their next open house Sunday, January 9th at 2 p.m. Again, Sunday, January 9th at 2 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. Mobile Car and Van Rental will have a huge announcement coming up the first uh, couple of weeks of January. Uh, some really, really neat things going on at Mobile Car and Van Rental. We do have some vans available still. If you're planning a Christmas trip, if you're planning a trip to Disney World, or if you're planning to go anywhere uh, between the 20th and the 3rd of January, please, please, please call our manager, Megan, at 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Reach out to her. Uh, we do have some opportunities, have some vans still available. We'd love to take care of you for any of your travel needs, but we are ready to work for you at Mobile Car and Van Rental, specializing in cars, pickup trucks, or vans. Do not, do not, do not go into Memphis, have to go to the airport when it comes to renting a car. Let us see if we can take care of you, uh, keep our business, keep our money local. We'd love an opportunity to serve you at Mobile Car and Van Rental. Again, 662-469-4555. That brings us to our uh, sports part of the day. Now let's move into local soccer. I say it every time. North Point does not play. Girls play in the fall. Boys play in the spring. So we cover Lewisburg and Hernando soccer. Derek, tell me about the Lewisburg Lady Patriots and Patriots soccer since our last show. Since the last show, Lewisburg played DeSoto Central. DeSoto Central, so we'll start with the Lewisburg girls. Lewisburg uh, beat DeSoto Central 2-1. to one. Uh, on their game. Very close match. DeSoto Central actually started out with a one nothing lead. Lewisburg then had two goals scored by Briley Ross to pull even right before the break and got one goal, I think, in the 65th minute uh, to pull out to a 2-1, uh, 2-1 lead that they held on for a 2-1 victory. They are now 6-2-2 on the season and 2-0 in Region 2 6A. So congratulations to Lewisburg on the, so far an undefeated uh, start to district uh, and for the win over DeSoto Central 2-1. Now we're turning to the Lewisburg boys. Lewisburg boys, of course, played right after that, again against DeSoto Central. Final, Lewisburg won, DeSoto Central nothing. Hogan Payne of Lewisburg had the lone goal in the one-over win over DeSoto Central. Lucas Gatsch made 21 saves in goal to keep the clean sheet. Wow. 
So, I mean, that's pretty good. 21, 21 yeah. saves uh, to keep the clean sheet. Come on, defense. Help me out a little bit. I, I know, get get man, away like, from my goal. Seriously. Hey, like, that's, that's when you, you see them fall down on the ball. and just, I mean, just they could take a nap on that thing. you got to kill some time, man. Absolutely. 21. Yeah. Uh, so, now both Lewisburg girls and boys will next host Center Hill on Friday. So, good luck to them. Now we turn go down to Hernando. Hernando started out with the girls. They won two to nothing over South Haven. Hernando girls scored in the Lady Tigers 2-0 victory. Came from Jenna O'Keefe and Marin Ludwig. Catherine Bush was the goalkeeper who had the clean sheet. Now I didn't say how many saves that she had, but obviously she had enough to keep it at Neil. She had one awesome save, Derek. She ran out, had kind of a the South Haven young lady had kind of a breakaway. She came out, they collided. Catherine was able to get the ball away. Just a phenomenal save. You know, Mr. Brian Couch has joined me in the press box now. Oh, really? Yeah, Brian Couch is in the press box with me. <laughs> so uh, I told him it's, it's really, really cold. It's the best place to be. So he has joined me now. So we have a nice time and enjoy visiting and, and talking and, and, you know, talking soccer, really. But Catherine had a wonderful save, uh, kept uh, the score uh, 2 nothing. Very nice. So anyway, so they got 2 nothing. So another good – that's a district win uh, for Hernando. So congratulations to the girls' soccer. Now to the boys – not quite as successful. Uh, Hernando goes down to South Haven 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. I'll let you talk a little bit about that match. Not a whole lot to say, Derek. The, uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's a lot of, a lot of, Hernando seems to be pretty well on defense, struggling on it's, offense. It's, we, generating the offense has been a struggle for the Tigers. I will be, I will be uh, definitely that there weren't, there was not a lot of offense from either team, right? Really, not a lot of offense from either team. Uh, the goal that South Haven was able to score, the winning goal was, you know. Fairly early in the – well, it was actually right at the beginning of the second half. Rain had started. I think it was kind of distracting right there, and a kid kind of snuck in, and, and it just, you know, got, got behind our goalie, and there you go. I mean, it won nothing, and there, that, that's what happened. So, Hernando offensively needs to get the ball rolling, no pun intended. we got to get some stuff going there offensively. But our defense, the, the back line, uh, you know, Charlie Paroli – you know, one of our sponsors, uh, kids and, 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 and Connor couch, uh, another sponsor's kid, you know, doing the best they can on that backside, but, uh, keeping them away from the goal for sure. But we got to generate some pressure towards the front. So we'll see if we can get better, uh, as we go, uh, not a lot of games during the Christmas break and no. not a lot of games, uh, happening. So we won't have a lot of soccer coverage over the next two, three weeks, but we come right back in the first week of school. Hernando plays two games. Uh, now we'll turn to basketball. We'll start with the Lewisburg basketball. Uh, as a reminder, North Point boys and girls have had the week off for exams and play their next game on Saturday. So Saturday, so we'll talk about those games on Tuesday. So we'll go to Lewisburg. Uh, Lewisburg played Independence. Both the boys and the girls played Independence. Lewisburg girls beat Independence 54-48. to Again, 54-48. to Allison Irby led Lewisburg in scoring with 19 points, and Laney Moss had 13. The Lady Patriots pull back to 500 at 7-7 seven and seven on the season. Of course, remember, they have not started district play yet. They don't start that until after the new year. They next play North Panola in the Shan White Classic at DeSoto Central on Saturday. So good luck to Lewisburg in that classic. Uh, next, Lewisburg boys, again, also played independence. They also came away with a victory, 68-38. Hayden Drumright led Lewisburg in scoring against independence with 21 points, and Josiah Nelson finished with 10. The Patriots are now 9-5 and five on the season and will also face North Panola Saturday at the Shan White Classic at D.C. So, again, a big, big huge tournament that they have uh, honoring somebody at DeSoto Central that will take place this weekend on Saturday. So, good luck to the Lewisburg Patriot teams as they both play North Panola on Saturday. Now turning to Hernando. Hernando girls, Hernando played in school basketball against Lake Cormorant. 
uh, this inter-school basketball on Tuesday. So we started off the Hernando girls won 58 to 55. Mm. A very close game. I'm sure it was very. I hope the. I'm hoping the gym was loud. Uh, I hope that the, the kids. That's, that's if they class. had kids there. That's, that's, they had, that's right. Well, that's true. <laughs> with, with the exams, the seven people kids that went to Hernando High School on Tuesday were there. The they ones that should have been taking exams, missed exams to go watch the game. No, I'm just yep. kidding. Uh, so 58-55. Abby Harrison scored 23 points, and Demaya Cummins finished with 18 for Hernando in the school day victory over Lake Cormorant. And then finally, the Hernando boys play in Lake Cormorant. Hernando wins 62-56 to to complete the sweep over Lake Cormorant. Hernando led a tight game 12-10 to by the end of the first quarter, and then the game was all tied up at 23 at the half. Lake Cormorant actually took the, a five-point lead going into the fourth quarter, but the Tigers came roaring back and outscored the Gators 25-14 to in the final quarter to take the 62-56 the to win. The boys and girls travel to DeSoto Central Friday night for a tough county matchup. Again, Friday night, not part of the Shane White tournament. This is Friday night against DeSoto Central, a non-district game Friday night. Correct. DeSoto Central and Hernando are no longer uh, district uh, rivals or district foes. So, um, you know, we'll have updates on that on our Tuesday show for sure. Looking forward to covering that. Good luck to the Hernando Tigers as they travel up get well to DeSoto Central. You know, wish them definitely the best of luck. Good job for the uh, in-school win, uh, both teams on Tuesday. Uh, you know, Derek, we didn't play any in-school games. That would have been something that would have been pretty awesome. fun. Be I mean, awesome. you talk about just home field advantage. I mean, my goodness gracious. I mean, all your schoolmates show up to your game and they never come. You yeah, know? I mean, never come. A, uh, absolutely. But that's a that's a pretty nice, neat idea. Um, shout out to anybody that puts that together for real. What a good idea. And, uh, you know, that's that's pretty neat for uh, Corey Elselton and them allowing that to happen. Those kids do have to leave. The visiting yeah. team has to leave and uh, during school and miss school and stuff like that. But hopefully, I would assume that Hernando maybe re- repays the, uh, the favor maybe yeah. next year or yeah. something like that. Yeah, something I'm like sure that. they do. Well, look, we certainly want to wish all the young people that are wrapping up their first semester and uh, wish them, you know, nothing but Merry Christmas when it comes to their uh, Christmas break. I know, Derek, I always had a wonderful time during our Christmas break because living in Louisiana is typically pretty darn warm. So we would always have, you know, 20 days of good weather and, oh, yeah. and, and a good time down there. So I uh, hope you guys stay safe and, and over the Christmas holidays and have a wonderful uh, Merry Christmas for sure. Well, look, if you enjoy what we do each and every week, twice a week here on the UTW podcast, discussing political stuff, giving shout outs to local uh, nonprofits, uh, discussing those type things, we hope to that you enjoy our show and that we have a wonderful time here putting it together for you. Look, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, Instagram, UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, share it. Share it with friends. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Hernando Happenings. Any way that you can to help us grow. Let people know what we're talking about, the different things we're covering when it comes to the wonderful, wonderful city and town we live in, Hernando, Mississippi. If you would like information about the eastern side of DeSoto County, look for OB Pod wherever you can hear our voice right now. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us, look for OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch, covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. They release a new show really, really early on Monday morning. So shout out to Cash and Zach as they continue to do hard work there for the OB Pod. Well, it is our Friday show, and at the end of our Friday show, we encourage everyone to please consider attending church this weekend look for a church if you pass by it all the time if you hear about it from a friend if you're invited by a friend or family uh look up the service times uh visit a church this weekend we will simply give a shout out to the hernando united methodist church our schedule this week consists of this 8 45 sunday morning will be the adult cantata which is always such a blessing then our 
contemporary service will take place in the gym at 10 o'clock. It's called the table service. So we're discussing Advent and obviously working through the Christmas story, working through the Christmas season right now. That'll be at 10 o'clock. And then the adult cantata again will happen at 1055. So 845, 10 o'clock and 1055 or 11, three opportunities to visit our church, mine and Derek's Hernando United Methodist Church. Shout out to them as they continue. They work so hard during the Christmas season. Uh, Derek, they had a gingerbread thing last night for kids. I want to say about 150 people. Uh, my wife and, and daughter, youngest daughter attended. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful event there. So shout out to them, of course. Whether it's Hernando United Methodist Church or a local church, we really, really hope that you will consider uh, taking your family to church this weekend. We assure you, you will not regret it. Well, Derek, good to have you back, my friend. Good I'm to so be back. <laughs> Good to have you back. I'm so glad. Uh, you know, this is our, like I said, it's our first show we've ever done with a mask on and one of those little face shields. So uh, I hope it turns out uh, uh, okay. Well, good to have you back, man. If there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Malikalikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas. A very Merry Christmas. A very, very Merry Merry Christmas.